Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's episode is made possible through the generosity from the following families. A great big thank you to Emerson, who is 9 years old, and Etta Jane, who is 7 years old. Emerson and Etta Jane, I heard that you gave from your very own money. That is extremely generous of you all. And thank you, thank you, thank you to Benjamin, Matthew, and Georgiana. They enjoy listening to the podcast while they're eating dinner around the table. Thank you, Benjamin, Matthew, and Georgiana. I truly appreciate it. Today's story is called, Jesus is Alive. This comes from John chapter 19, Matthew chapter 28, and Luke chapter 23. We will continue our Easter series today. If you have missed the last two episodes, please go back and listen to number 186 and number 187. The stories will build upon themselves, so make sure you listen in order. I respect each family's ages and stages of life, so I've adapted some of this. Please go back and read the scriptures I listed, including what is appropriate for your family. Last week, we ended our story with Jesus dying on the cross. Remember, though, I said, it's not always as it seems. The cross was not the end of the story. You'll see what I mean. Now, Let's begin our story. Noses still sniffled, and tears still trickled down the cheeks of those who loved Jesus. They were so sad this had happened. Others were confused, scratching their beards in deep thought. They tried to make sense of all of it. What was happening? Wasn't Jesus supposed to be the king? The savior? This just didn't make sense to them. They continued to mourn for Jesus. Later, a man named Joseph of Arimathea went to Pilate and asked, Please, sir, I would like to bury Jesus in a tomb. Please let me do this. Sighing, Pilate said, I don't see any harm in that. Fine, let's just be done with this. And gave his permission. Joseph turned and left Pilate. He was on his way when Nicodemus, the man who earlier had come to Jesus at night, he ran over to Joseph. Hey, Joseph! I want to help, too. Please, I love Jesus very much. 
Joseph looked Nicodemus in the eyes and with a slight smile nodded yes. Side by side, Joseph and Nicodemus walked up the hill to the cross. When they arrived, the two men took Jesus' body and wrapped it with linen cloth. In the garden close by stood a new tomb cut into a large cream-colored rock. It was almost like a small cave in the side of a giant rock. No one had ever been buried in this tomb. Joseph and Nicodemus gently laid Jesus in the tomb. Small tears formed in the corners of their eyes. All that could be heard were sniffles and the beating of their heavy hearts. How could this be? He was their hope. Oh, they loved him so much. Shuffling their feet, slowly, they walked out of the tomb. Using all of their might, the men pushed and pushed and rolled a heavy, large stone to block the entrance of the tomb. The women who had come from Galilee with Jesus followed Joseph. They saw where Jesus was buried. I bet they thought, Oh, good. Now I know where it is and I can come back and visit here. Then the women left to prepare perfumes and spices. The next day, the leading priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Remember, these people did not like Jesus. They did not believe what he said. Walking over to Pilate, they said to him, Sir, we remember that while that liar was still alive, he said, After three days I will rise from death. So, give the order for the tomb to be guarded closely till that third day. His followers, well, they might come and steal the body. Then they could tell all the people that he's risen from death. Well, and that lie would be worse than the first one. Pilate said, Nah, take some soldiers and go guard the tomb the best way you know how. So, off they all rushed to the tomb and made it safe from thieves. They did this by sealing the stone in the entrance and then putting soldiers there to guard it. No one could go in and no one could go out. On the third day, the sun had just begun to fight back the darkness of the night. The sky was slowly changing from black to slivers of light. Sunrise was on its way. Mary Magdalene and another woman named Mary stretched their weary and tired bodies <sighs> rose from their beds and went to look at the tomb. 
Suddenly, the earth shook beneath their feet. Trees swayed back and forth. There was a strong earthquake. An angel of the Lord came down from heaven. The angel went to the tomb and rolled the stone away from the entrance. Then he sat on the stone. He was shining as bright as lightning. His clothes were as white as snow. The soldiers guarding the tomb trembled. Their hearts raced and knees wobbled. They were frightened of the angel. The angel said to the women, Don't be afraid. I know that you are looking for Jesus, the one who died on the cross. But he is not here. He has risen from death, just as he said he would. Come, come and see the place where his body was, and go quickly and tell his followers. Say to them, Jesus has risen from death. He is going into Galilee. He will be there before you. You will see him there. Then the angel said, Now I have told you. The women's mouths dropped open in awe. <gasps> they could feel their hearts leap with joy in their chest. Could it be true? Jesus, their Savior, was alive. Almost tripping over their own feet, they turned and left the tomb quickly. They were afraid, but they were also very happy. They ran to tell Jesus' followers what had happened. Suddenly, Jesus met them and said, Greetings. The women, probably still out of breath from running and in shock, came up to Jesus, knelt to the ground. Oh, oh, Jesus, it's really you. Oh, Lord, we missed you. We love you so much. Everything you said is coming true. They took hold of his feet and worshipped him. Then Jesus smiled and lovingly said to them, Don't be afraid. Go and tell my brothers to go on to Galilee. They will see me there. Well, that is it for our story today. But before we go, let's think about what we just heard. Jesus died on the cross. But did he stay that way? No. 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 Everyone, hold up three fingers. Very good. On the third day, you tell me what happened. He came to life. He rose from the dead. If you said something like, Jesus rose, or the tomb was empty, or Jesus is alive, you are right. The cross looked like the end, but God had a plan all along. 
even when others couldn't see it or understand it. Jesus was victorious, and on that third day, he rose. Now, did everything happen that Jesus said would happen? Yes. 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 We can trust him. Jesus always keeps his promises. And we have hope. We don't have hope in lots of money or hope in the newest toy. No. We have hope in Jesus. Jesus who sees you. Jesus who died on a cross for you to forgive your sins. Jesus who is so powerful that he rose on the third day. Jesus who loves you so, so much with a perfect love. Nothing can separate you from his love. Happy Easter, everyone. Thanks again for listening today. And as always, bye for now.